God's design progression for you. God wants us to take wants to take us to the next level of spirituality. Using the storms, not by removing us from the storms, but through our experiences in the midst of the storms. It is interesting that the first four letters in the word testimony is the word test. How true that is. A test precedes a testimony. There is no testimony without a test. Testimony is about giving praise to God. It is about celebrating His faithfulness. All about God. Similarly, the tests in your life are not about you, but they are all about God. About you knowing God better and allowing Him to work in your life. The enemy, on the other hand, has subtly introduced temptations to confuse us with tests. A test and a temptation are very different. Through a test, God wants to bless you. Through a temptation, the enemy wants to mess you up. Through a test, God wants to help you. Through a temptation, the enemy wants to hurt you. Let me illustrate this with a well-known story of the Garden of Eden. The test God gave Adam and Eve was that they may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they shall not eat. For in the day that they eat of it, they shall surely die. God designed this test to give Adam and, Adam and Eve the opportunity to demonstrate the gratitude, love and implicit trust in God by obeying one simple commandment. Then Satan comes along, dangling temptations. Temptations are the things Satan does so that you disobey God. He convinces Eve that the fruit from the forbidden tree is pleasing to the eye, that it is good for food and will make her wise. Other than Satan directly tempting us, there are two more major enemies at work against us, the world and the flesh, which also tempt us. By the world, I do not mean the beautiful earth God has created, but rather the fallen world system that is in constant rebellion against God. A third major enemy is the flesh, a term not, that not, does not refer to the skin and the flesh on our bones, but to the values, the attitudes, desires and behavior of the fallen world system. The flesh dominated and shaped our lives in our old self before we came to Christ. Although the flesh was dethroned when we accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior and no longer rules over us, it can still tempt us. The strategy the devil often exploits to ensnare us. Before we go further, let me reiterate two important takeaways from what we just heard. Number one, tests are good for us. And number two, tests are not temptations. As you might have understood, now that we have seen what a test is and what it is not, we would be learning about the important aspects and fruits of tests that we as children of God go through from just three verses in the Bible. From just three verses in the Bible. Would you like to turn your Bible with me to Psalm 66, verses 10 to 12? Psalm 66, verses 10, 11, and 12. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. 
you let people ride over our heads we went through fire and water but you brought us to a place of abundance the english translation test can be misleading to our indian mind we would automatically think of testing as a means to whether you pass or fail like in board exams so the high scorers are celebrated and the ones to do badly are branded failures if you are an engineer like me you might be thinking of a test like the testing of an engine to see if it really works i would like to introduce you to three uh, sorry eight aspects from the passage we just read the first aspect is this god test first sentence is for you god tested we should not see every test as bad but we should start seeing it as ordered by god what you're getting is from god maybe i'm speaking to someone who's going through some situation thinking that it is from satan no god is telling you now that this test is from him the second aspect on the same verse for you god tested us it does not say god tested me yes god can test me but i think he expects us to be there for one another especially for a brother or sister when he or she is struggling to assess all of us need to work in teams we need a mentor a spiritual brother or sister a spouse who supports us jesus ministry was all about building faith communities whether it was the disciples the apostles or the early church they were there for each other I believe that CBMC is there for the exact same reason. Scripture never mocks anyone who turns to God in times of trouble. But many times we do. We easily judge people in our minds or we say things like in his good times he forgot God and look at him now see where God is taking him. When was the last time you stood and helped someone going through difficult testing times? Are you looking out for people who need encouragement and support i am truly grateful for people like richard samuel uncle a god sent person who has always been there for us when we face the greatest test in our family the third aspect is this from again from verse 10 test refine us like fire you refined us like fire the word says he's trying to make you precious finding you refining like silver probably the best definition of what the christian test is vis-a-vis the world's understanding of the word test to understand how silver jewelry is made i watched a couple of videos one of the mining and production company which makes silver bars and another of how the silversmith refines the silver bar to make jewelry out of it the first video silver was mined or was taken to a factory on a big dumper where it was crushed pulverized rolled in the mill washed with water and acid heated other metals were removed the molten silver was poured and poured into molds and then made into silver bars the silver bars were then bought by silversmith who would make the jewelry this brings me to the second video I thought the silver bar would be pure enough to make the jewelry as it was. No, 
would have to be refined to make it precious and pure enough to be made into a piece of jewelry. In the, in the video, the silversmith was sitting there personally handling the silver like a scientist or an inventor in a lab, replete with his gloves, apron, goggles, various tools, gadgets, and an intricate furnace. He placed a silver bar carefully held with tongs into the furnace. After placing it there, he just sat by the furnace with his hands holding the tongs and with his eyes fixed on the furnace. In the video, the silversmith was asked if it was true that he had to sit there in front of the fire the whole time the silver was being refined or if he was just doing it because he was on camera. The man did not even turn his head to the direction of the questioner as he answered yes and quickly explained that he not only had to sit there holding the silver but he had to keep his eyes on the silver the entire time it was in the fire. The silver was left even a moment too long in the flame it will be damaged. Malachi 3.3 says this, God will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. Imagine our God, who doesn't even blink his eyes, who does not even take his hands off you, whose full attention is on you when you are going through your test. You are not alone. Like that silversmith, he watches over us. We have God's personal and undivided attention. We have not just been dumped into a furnace and forgotten. The second thing I noticed that was the furnace wasn't huge. In fact, the silversmith had intricately designed it himself. In your test, remember that it is God who made the furnace. And the furnace is usually small and manageable. My seven-year-old daughter loves to help her mother in the kitchen. She loves to make bullseye eggs and the yolk would usually break. We would allow her to keep experimenting till she gets it right. I would get an egg with a broken yolk, my wife would get one with a broken yolk, and so would my other daughter. And when my daughter gets the perfect bullseye with the perfect round shape, round and unbroken, she would keep it for herself and eat it up delightfully. Remember, God is not trying or experimenting with you. Your affliction is like that perfect bullseye, perfect and round. His project is intricately designed. You, have, you are his workmanship. All tests are his workmanship. Like the silversmith, God is carefully regulating the heat, customized only for you. Maybe you feel that God has turned up the temperature a little too much. Maybe you feel the temperature is too much for your skin, but remember, the temperature is just right for your soul. The molten silver was then poured out from the furnace into a crucible. Because of the various densities and properties, the pure silver got separated and came to the top, and the other impure metal was at the bottom and was removed. Through the test, God is removing all the impurities all the dross in your life to make you a better version of yourself. James 1-2 says this, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. We should be like that silver bar, willing to be in the furnace. We need to count it all joy. 
murmuring and grumbling is like throwing dross back into the operation god is trying to remove dross and here you are working against it when we murmur and grumble we have to be in the furnace longer remember the attitude of the israelites which made a 11 day journey from egypt to israel israel take 40 years sometimes and usually tests happen again and again till the silversmith is happy with the quality of silver till he is happy he would take the silver back into the furnace heat it take it out separate the dross put it back into the furnace and goes on and on psalm 12:6 says this like silver tried in the furnace of earth purified seven times in the video the silversmith was asked how do you know when the silver is fully refined he smiled and answered oh that's easy when i see my reflection on it till the silver reflects the face of the maker till we become more and more like jesus we will be tested look at where the tests are taking you to make you the best version of you to make you reflect him you would have come across polished people the fine mature christians and if you go to them and ask them what got them to where they are they would invariably tell you about the hurt the pain the fire the storm that they went through their lives with god by their side psalm 66 verses 11 and 12 talks about the various types and forms of test one undergoes which brings me to the fourth aspect the test could take you into prison you brought us into prison verse 11 says remember the story of paul and silas who were taken into jail the reason being that was the only way the philippine jailer could be brought to christ all of us have limitations but that limitation or that situation may be helping god do his work to reach someone else through that situation in that particular time and place the fifth aspect is this the test could be a burden on your back the verse 11 says and laid burdens on our back come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is like the word of god says Remember Jesus is with you and you're not carrying it alone. All he says is come to me I will share the load and make it light for you. The sixth aspect is this the test would be allowing God sorry allowing people to ride on our head. Verse 12 says you let people ride over our head. This is probably the most difficult test we can face uh dire situations and circumstances but it's difficult to face it when people are against us but all we need to do is love such people by stepping back and seeing the need that they have in their life not the pain that they're giving you the world needs jesus the difficult person that you are encountering needs jesus and your life could be the only gospel message you would ever see the seventh aspect we went through fire and water sometimes the test can take you longer than you anticipated 
fire. Fire test to make you stop and think. Alter the fire, trigger the blessing. You are having a big test because you're going to have a bigger promotion. Sometimes the tests are like water. You are in water moving little by little, slowly by slowly. We should look at the progress and trust God for the rest of the journey. If God is able to put you in, He can take you out of it. But when you get out of it, you will be promoted. You will be taken to a higher level. The eighth and final aspect, and we definitely need to remember this. The twelfth verse ends with this. The results of the test, which is God's plan for you, to bring us to a place of abundance. But you brought us to a place of abundance, verse 12 says. A place of abundance of wisdom, abundance of forgiveness, abundance of strength, abundance of fruits of the Spirit. When you go, when you're going through a test, remember the result. There is a purpose behind your pain and joy comes in the morning. Everyone goes through tests. I would like to close with a summary of tests this man of faith went through. And God said, go sacrifice your son. It was not the first time Abraham's faith was tested. God didn't begin by, slaying, by saying, go slay your boy. He started with, why don't you find a house? And it went from there. The home test. Go to a land that I will show you. Abraham passed. The flock test. Abraham offered the best pasture to his nephew Lot. God honored his decision. Passed. The fortune test. The king of Sodom offered to make Abraham rich. He rejected the offer. Passed. The family test. Abraham tried to fulfill God's promise of descendants in his own earthly way leading to tragic problems among Sarah, Hagar, and Ishmael. Abraham failed. The Isaac test, go sacrifice your son Isaac. Isaac, as you might know, was no child. He was most likely in his 20s. Imagine the pain Abraham endured. On the way to Mount Moriah, Isaac asked his dad, we have the wood, fire, and the knife. Where is the lamb? What carried Abraham through this test? He learned that faith in God's promise mattered. He trusted God that in Isaac he would have many descendants. Abraham was planning on a resurrection. Hebrew 11.19 says that he calculated that God would bring life out of death. When Abraham raised the knife, he passes the test. God provides the lamb and foreshadowed Jesus the dying lamp in our place on the cross. Look at your life. You will recognize all sorts of interactive tests where God is trying to shape you into maturity in Christ. Are you responding to tests by learning and applying the teachings of the scriptures and the promptings of the Holy Spirit? The ultimate test is this. Will you follow Christ at any price? Let me summarize what we learned today. 1. Tests are good. 2. Tests are from God. 3. We should be there for people who are being tested. Number 4. Tests may lead us to difficult situations, even prison, and we need to be ready for it. Tests may lead us to difficult people, 
we need to love such people. Number five, this may be burdensome. Cast it on Jesus, who wants to share it with you as he saves you. Number six, this can take time. Fire, this can make you stop. Water tests show very slow progress, but look at where the journey is going to take you. Number seven, we will go to the next level after the test to a place of abundance. Shall we pray? Maybe you are here wrongly accused. Maybe you are facing the test of sickness, depression, of a family problem, a business problem, a broken relationship, a loss of a loved one, a job. Remember, God will make a way. And all we need to do is praise God. Shall we praise God? You know, Psalm 66, the verses uh, 10 to 12 are sandwiched between verses of praise. We need to be praising God through the midst of our test and even when we are not facing any. Heavenly Father, we are sorry for the way we have reacted. Various times when we face tests, we have been petty, we have retaliated, we have been angry, we have been bitter. Father, we pray that we will not be discouraged, defeated, we will not have this attitude. And we will praise God in the middle of all our problems. Father, we thank you for the test. We understand that you want to work in us through them. And Lord, so, Lord, we pray that you'll give us the grace to go through each of these tests. May you, O oh Lord, be glorified in our lives. For we pray in Jesus' most precious name.